Hello, this is Nick Holland with Information Security Media Group, and I'm talking today with Melissa Gaddis, Senior Director of Global Customer Success at TransUnion. Um, so, Melissa, thanks for joining me today. Thank you, Nick. I'm glad to be here. Yeah. So, TransUnion released its quarterly analysis of global online fraud trends recently, and wanted to discuss some of the findings of that with you. Um, first of all, can you just go through the methodology? So, this, this is obviously a rolling report. What, what was what's the sample size? When was it done? That kind of thing. Right, sure. So actually, we have combined two different areas of study into the results that we released. First, we analyzed billions and billions of transactions that we saw through our services from January 1st of this year through April 28th. And then secondly, we conducted a survey, an international survey that went out to uh, people uh, globally in the United States, Canada, South Africa, India, um, Columbia, UK, that um, has another component that we we utilized in the survey results that we released. Okay, so let's talk about some of the results here. So what were the biggest increases and decreases in fraud that you saw? Sure. You know, from, a, from the standpoint of where we're seeing the biggest trends, especially right now, given, um, given the pandemic, we are seeing stronger fraud trends in the areas of telecommunications, e-commerce, and financial services, which mm -hmm. makes complete sense given the value of, of what fraudsters can um, get from the fraud that they're doing there. And we saw decreases in travel and leisure. Clearly, there's less traffic right now in the travel and leisure industry as we're all staying home. It's starting to pick up now that we're, uh, communities are opening up, but we're seeing less fraud there. We saw the most um, uh, increase in traffic, about 64% increase in traffic, actually in online gaming, which mm. isn't um, uh, a surprise, really, because we're all home. Yeah. And you're looking for something to do when you are all home. And many of us and many people were impacted even from having a, a job during this time. So we saw a large increase in transactions, but not an increase in fraud, simply because the um, financial gain from the fraud in the gaming industry isn't going to be as high as it is in e-commerce and financial services, certainly. So... One of the findings that there were, there were three areas that had the highest percentage of fraudulent transactions. We had Springfield, Massachusetts, uh, Akron, Ohio, and Louisville, Kentucky. What, what's specific about these particular towns? Why, why do you think they're getting this, this big fraud increase? You know, that's interesting. And that, that area of the report has, has garnered a lot of interest. You know, it is not, just to be clear, it's not necessarily the amount of fraud is the percentage of suspected abuse and fraudulent behavior of the traffic that we're seeing from those areas. And, and this changes on a regular, on a regular basis. As we look through the billions of transactions we have, we'll see hot pockets along the area. And it just happened that these three were the hottest at that time. Why that is, I can't really speculate. Um, it could be tar targeted simply because um, you wouldn't expect fraud to be coming from those areas. And so fraudsters are always trying to look, I'm going to say, you know, quote unquote normal or least suspicious as possible. And, and it could be that they decided that those seem to be a relatively uh, suspicion-free areas uh, during the time of our study. I think, interestingly, I've been to Springfield, Massachusetts. It's not normal. So. <laughs> 
I've never been there. I can't comment on that. Apologies to Massachusetts. Anyway, um, so uh, another interesting find as well is that who's being targeted. So you talk through that a little bit. Sure. Well, now this component goes to the survey that we conducted. Again, we had results from over 9,000 individuals. And what we are finding is that millennials, um, of those who identified as millennials in the survey, almost 30% of them are being targeted with the phishing type of fraud and scams um, that we're seeing with uh, the increase with COVID. And so that, that was very interesting. The other interesting piece is that of the respondents who were um, identified, who, who identified themselves as being impacted due to COVID financially, laid off from work or even furloughed from work, we're seeing about a 32% of those individuals also getting targeted with the COVID scams, which is more than the 22% that we're seeing with those individuals who were not financially impacted due to COVID. Okay, I mean, is, is that a symptom of them just simply being home more and online more, do you think? You know, it could be that. It also could be where the fraudster is getting the information, right? If you're, if you're targeting my email address, how are you finding out about me and where the breaches might be occurring? And more people are online certainly right now trying to get services, um, for the, especially those that are impacted. And if, if the organizations don't have a strong security or if they're using, you know, not great username and passwords in trying to get to the services, that could be. Um, but we're definitely online more and, and likely more focused on the transaction or on our inboxes because we're looking for um, relief. Right. Absolutely. Um, so what, I mean, out of the findings, what surprised you the most? Well, I have to admit that being in the area that we're in, it seems like very little surprises me. Mm. <laughs> it's amazing what fraudsters are willing to go yeah, through I mean, in order to, to make a buck. Never disappointed, right? So, yeah, <laughs> that's right. I'd like to be dis- I'd like to be uh, I'd like to be surprised about something, but it is it is clear that um, you know we we support industries across the globe, but it's clear that the fraudsters are really becoming laser focused on fraud that has the biggest bang for the dollar, which is in that financial group, Um, telecommunications, shipping, where they can turn higher revenue for the type of fraud that they're perpetuating. And um, also, I think I do have to admit it was a bit of a surprise to see that the millennials seem to be targeted most because I do expect that uh, fraudsters assume that the older older generations are going to be the ones who uh, fall for the scams or, or that they're trying to get to get the information. So it's that was interesting too, I thought. So it's been an, obviously an interesting few months and this is reflective of, again, fraud uh, at the start of the pandemic. What do you think the next report is going to look like? Oh, interesting. Looking in the future. So I think that we're going to see more account takeover fraud. Um, as these phishing scams are successful and as data breaches are successful, more personal information, I mean, it's there already, but I think we're going to have more of it on the dark web and readily available. Um, so I think we're going to see more account takeover fraud within the financial industry. Okay, good call. All right, well, Melissa, thanks very much for your time today. That's Melissa Gaddis of TransUnion and for Information Security Media Group. I'm Nick Holland. Thank you. Thank you.